You're listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. Hey there, Emerald Podcast listeners. I'm Francisca Monahan, the podcast editor for the Daily Emerald, and I'm here today with... Chan Nguyen. Hi, I'm the ASU reporter for the Daily Emerald. Um, I guess today we'll talk about ASUO. Great, because I don't know very much about ASUO. Yay! <laughs> so, um... We will start with um, ASUO Senate. Um, ASUO Senate is um, a group of 24 students elected or appointed. Um, They're like the student government version of Congress. Um, it's Senate, a senator's seat either represent a major departments um, such as business, social science, or journalism, um, or they can seat on um, a financial, a finance committee. Um, all of this information you can find in an article on the Daily Emerald, um, where we have where we list as a hundred people running for ASUO um, election this spring. Um, so Senate meet every week to allocate money, collect from your incidental fee to student groups and different causes and events on campus. Um, so today we're going to talk about um, what happened last week, um, where. Senate essentially approved sixteen thousand dollars to um, develop this mobile app for Safer and DDS. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I know that the whole like Safer and DDS thing was a really big theme in the election right. this year as well. So, what what's their plan for that then? Um, so, from what I heard, this um, project started last year. Um, they wanted to provide students with um, another another way to um, access or request a, a ride from either Safeway or DDS. Um, what it's is gonna be a website on your on your smartphone and you can find you can request a ride by filling in um, your phone number, your name and your student ID. So it's just gonna be um, just like when you're calling in for several and DDS. Um, yeah. So what are the benefits of being able to do that online versus calling? Like, why why did they decide to expand it to a website platform? Right. So some of the concerns that uh, have been brought up earlier this year and even last year is when you're drunk or like... Um, when you when you um, when you want to request a ride right now, you have to know the numbers. Um, it's at five four one three four six ride R I D E, um, and then you have to press the extension for either Sephora and DDS. Um, and with this website, um, you can just go on Google, go on, go on Safari on your mobile. And then just file in your information, and then you get a, you're gonna get um, a text confirmation from the website, so you don't have to worry about talking on the phone. That was something. Um, that was one of the problem that um, I I believe Senator Zach Lesby brought up. Um, he said that some people who have anxiety who just can't talk on the phone, um, this would be another accessible way to for them to request a ride at at night. Okay, cool. But like it's not an app. It's not an app. <laughs> Even though that would so the problem is that people don't know the numbers 
but like you still have to look it up online. Like I just feel like that's like a another stage of the process that you could eliminate by like having. Right. It. Why, why did they decide not to do it as an app? Um, so I think it, initially it was an app, but then the university um, can work out like right now, according to um, the people at DDS and um, a former, I think. I don't know if he's still the chair of Sevrite, um, but um, former as your president, as your Senate president, okay. Um, former as your Senate president, Kevin Dobbins, who's also on um, the board of Sevrite, um, he said that there's some problem with the university and um, they just can't put it as an app. And right now they're having it as a website. Um, and it's look, it sounds like that the website is ready to go. They just have to convert it to um, the university system. Okay. And so the confirmation text that you get afterwards, mm -hmm. uh, or is it a text or email? It's going to be a text, um, according to Dobbins. Okay. So will that tell you if you have a ride or not? Um, Essentially, it's going to tell you if you have a ride or not or like um, when your ride is going to pick you up. Um, there's a lot of things that happen in workout. That's um, one of the reasons why Senator Evan Roth, who said, don't call it an app, <laughs> don't advertise an app, it's not an app. Um, he voted no on both of the requests from Sephora and DDS because he says not well thought out. And some of the audience at the Senate meeting last week also brought up the point that um, with this much money, we could have used it to buy another van, pay more students, make um, like grow Sephora and DDS more than putting it into like an app that's going to tell you that you can't have a ride. Mm -hmm. So who are so who are some of the the Senate members who are against it because they think that the fund should be allocated elsewhere? Um, most senators um, were in support of it. Um, according to my memory, I think um, only Senator Burns, Max Burns, and Senator Evan Roth um, vote against this. I don't know what um, Senator Burns' reason was, but um, Senator Roth was being very specific because he didn't like it when they call it an app and it's not an app. And he also think that um, this plan is not well thought out and there's a lot of, um, because to maintain a website is very expensive, very complicated. And so if it's not thought out yet, then it feels like a waste of money when you paying that much. Yeah, because there like might be problems with right. the website down the road and mm -hmm. people won't be able to use it or it yeah. won't be accessible. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. Um, I'm surprised that more people aren't against it just on the grounds, like Senate members are against it on the grounds of it not expanding DDS and SafeRide in terms of their resources and staff. Because I know that that was a huge issue right. this election, whether or not we were going to bring Uber back or if we were going to expand SafeRide. Yeah, um, well, don't get me started on Uber, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, Sephora and DDS, I believe DDS got a decrease in funding this year just because um, they have really bad spending history in the past. Um, 
that was what I heard. And there's some there was also a com- um a conversation around should the universe uh, should student government merging the two of them together. There's a conversation about it. So Sefra and Didi is definitely um very a very hot topic this year. And I I don't I, I use DDS and Sephora all the time and um oh and I think DDS just started a new uh, program that's where um they're letting volunteer to take up more shift um from Sunday to Thursday which doesn't make a lot of sense because like at that time people don't go out a lot but <laughs> okay but like the last time I used DDS I only have to wait for 10 minutes and that's the record like usually I have to wait for 30 or 40 minutes what would it take for ASUO to be able to expand DDS and safe ride despite their bad spending history or other issues right so um so this year there's a special thing in PFC, the Program Finance Committee. Um, this is the first time in like a couple of years that they have a really, really big increase in their uh, budget is at 12%, I think. Last year, they have a 2% increase, and the previous year, they have a freeze, like a 0% increase. So this year, they have um, a lot of increase for student groups and student programs on campus. But DDS wasn't one of them because... Um, Essentially, uh, there's a miscalculation in the process, and it bumped incidental fee budget up to five percent, which is crazy. Um, so they have to cut back in a lot of stuff, um, and DDS was one of them. Um, so DDS was one of them, and to bring um, incidental fee budget back to four percent, four point seven percent increase. Um, but I feel like, and DDS told me that they they have an extra van, so right now they're running on five vans instead of four, and they starting the new volunteer programs and is they also that the new um director Kristen Craig um she has a lot of vision for the new um DDS, she have been very involved with um like she have been putting out a lot of advertising for DDS and. Uh, she also, like, as I said, she's developed um, a new volunteer program. So now the wait time is, like, much, much shorter. Um, so I feel like if we keep, if Christian uh, keep doing what she's doing right now, I think that's going to be, like, much more efficient. And with it, this app, I, so this app, they they propose to be done by the end of this term, and it's going to be available for s- summer term. Um, and it's also developed by a student, which is really cool. So I guess we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> if, yeah. And and Quinn Haga, who's um who's gonna be the new ASU president, she's also very interesting in DDS and Sephiroth and how to expand that. So it's gonna be an interesting year to see how DDS and Sephiroth gonna ro- grow. Yeah, for sure. And sort of going back to like incidental fees and stuff, I know that there was some talk about the overrealized, underrealized budget right. recently as well. Mm-hmm. Can you explain that a little bit? Right. So, um, overrealized budget is the unaccount money, unaccount incidental money uh, from freshmen. So basically, it means if the university expect 
2,000 freshmen to come in this year, but it's turned out to be 3,000 uh, students coming in this year. That's mean it's going to bump the incidental fee budget up um, 4,000 students. And that money, um, so the budget is decided the previous year. So that money is unaccounted for, and that money is, um, is for Senate to decide which projects or events they want to um, sponsor or like fun, you know. Um, so last year, the overrealized budget is over 2,000 grand. That's it's a lot of money. <laughs> and they, um, they end up um, funding for seven groups or like programs. And right now, um, um, as, as of this point, um, the ASU Senate Treasurer, treasurer uh, Martine, Martin Martinez, um, he said that, but that, um, that last year allocation hasn't been very well spent. Right now they're having, essentially they're having $199,000 left. <laughs> like it's uns, um, it hasn't been spent yet for these um, seven groups. Um, but so right now, ASU Senate just formed an overrealized budget committee to talk about how they're gonna either take back that money and like, reallocate for other students' groups, or they gonna to just keep it there and let the group to spend throughout the years. So that's what they're talking right now. Um, and in last Senate meeting, um, the current ASU president, Helena Slagle, um, asked if the committee could consider to fund a program where um, a law student can represent um, a student on campus. Because right now, the ASU um, legal service and student advocacy um, are the two main legal services for students on campus, but um, it's only work if if the lawsuit is between a student and um, a contractor or a student to, with a landlord or the student with a member, a community member, but it's not, it doesn't work if you wanna sue another student. So it doesn't work like that way. So what Slego proposed is a program where a law student will represent a student to sue another student. Oh, okay. So essentially, so the overrealized budget is from last year mm -hmm. where they had 200,000 extra dollars than they thought, but then this year, like the opposite happened. Yeah. And so since clubs did not spend those funds completely from mm -hmm. last year, they're asking for them back in right. order to fund projects like this, this um, lawyer thing. Well, the lawyer thing is not set in stone. It's just something that um, Slago is proposed to Senate this Wednesday, and um, that is something to look into. And I think the committee, um, the committee right now, have five to six members, and there's a problem because this current Senate or current office is only gonna be in place until May twenty fifth. So they basically have a month to figure all of this out, um, which um, in a perfect world they can, but <laughs> we don't live in a perfect world. So um, what they're trying to do right now is trying to figure out um, 
should they take back the money or should they just leave the money there? But their main goal, according to the meeting I went yesterday, um, they trying to just collect the information if uh, the group is still need that money. Should we just take back the money or should what should we do? So the next Senate or the next executive can can decide what to do with that information. Okay, so those those clubs also might have the opportunity to keep those funds to mm-hmm. continue spending for the right. years to come. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I'm a little interested about this. Like, I have like a couple more questions about the um, the law student thing. So, sure. so can you explain just again, really quick, what situations that would be used for? Because there's the sort of like justice unit of the ASUO that right. that wouldn't that doesn't allow students to sue other students. What kind of circumstances would a student sue a student for? Um, so with ASUO legal service, for example, like um, you live in the house and then your landlord doesn't give you back your deposit when you move out, then you can sue them through ASUO legal service. But um, in the case of you see somebody in your class cheat, for example, then you you can utilize ASUO legal service to sue them for cheating uh, through student conduct. Then you, with this program, with this new legal um, law programs and you can um, utilize them to represent you and sue that student for cheating in class. Oh, okay, so it's just creating another opportunity where students right. are, be, are able to pursue a lawsuit against another student in that mm-hmm. case. Okay, that's really cool. That, that'll be interesting to see how that plays out and if that becomes yeah, uh, exactly. an actual thing. All right, so the last thing that we have to talk to you about is the upcoming street fair, the biannual street fair. Um, you want to talk a little bit about what we can expect for this year? Yeah, um, so the street fair is going to be four days instead of three. Um, it's going to start from May 4th. Um, it's a Wednesday. Hopefully it won't rain, but, you know, Oregon. Um, <laughs> there's going to be um, over 50 vendors of local food, arts, arts and crafts, and um, also nonprofit programs on East 13th Street. Um, also this year, as you all um, going to be collaborate with Uvo Cultural Forum to bring Willamette Valley Music Festival on Saturday, May, uh, I don't know the date, it, uh, May 7th. On May 7th, uh, featuring local bands and performers, um, I think the show is going to start at 1 and last until like midnight, so it's going to be fun. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm bummed. I'm going to be in Finland covering World Press Freedom Day <laughs> that week, so that's well, a bummer. <laughs> I mean, Finland's not a bummer, but I love the street fair. Right. Yeah. It's like the best, especially in spring term. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like one of my last ones, too. I mean, I have both of them next year, hopefully, but like, it's a bummer. I'm not yeah. going to be able to get my like... Second corn dog of the year, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, also, I think um, ASU is still looking for volunteers. So, if you're interested, you can um, talk to Claire Johnson, I think, and she will give you a free T-shirt, a free elephant ear, and a lot of fun. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Street fair always is, and mm-hmm. people should show up. I mean, you can't really avoid it. Right? <laughs> right. Take away your bike parking and. Just get. like the election. <laughs> you just can't avoid oh, it. You, can't, you just can't walk down 13th in peace. <laughs> um, but anyways, that's all we have today for our ASUO podcast. Thank you, Tron, for sitting down with me and explaining the confusing world of ASUO. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yeah, I look forward to doing more of these, and you can look forward to listening to more of these as well. Ooh.
increase your knowledge about ASUO. Six million dollars. <laughs> it's important. It's not a small amount of money. No. All right. See you guys next time.